Hello and welcome to episode 13 of Podcateers. Okay, so first of all, we want to extend a huge thank you to Rick, who is also known as at Save the Pandas for donating one of his amazing prints and some stickers and allowing us to give away something really unique and really awesome for our very first contest. Um, wait, what contest? Uh, well, uh, as Gravity Falls fans, we decided that we wanted to do something a little mysterious. So, several weeks ago, on the Pocketeers Instagram account, we posted a mysterious little video that simply ended with the words, Contest Coming Soon. And after that, we kept getting questions like, So, when are you going to have this contest thing? And, hey, do you want some bacon? And the answer was usually the same. Yes, I would love some bacon. Uh, and to the other question, uh, it's, it's coming. It's coming soon. Uh, then came the hard part, because the three of us really wanted to talk about it, but at the same time, we really wanted to keep it a surprise. And finally, in episode 11, uh, we inserted a mysterious little riddle somewhere in the podcast. And if you solved it correctly, you were entered into the drawing. So with that said, I would like to extend a huge thank you to everyone that entered and even all those that tried uh, and sent in the wrong answer. Um, we were absolutely honored that so many of you entered. Um, I mean, the night before this podcast launched, uh, we collected all of the entries into a spreadsheet and used a random number generator to select a winner. So uh, here we go. The winner of the first ever Podcateers contest, uh, sponsored by At Save the Pandas, is Ashley K. Woo! This is cheering for you, Ashley! Because ah, you're the winner! Uh, so congratulations, Ashley. Thank you so much for entering. Thank you to everyone else again. Uh, thanks again to Rick. Please make sure to show Rick some love by following him on Instagram and Twitter. He is at Save the Pandas, and that is spelled S-A-V-E-T-H-E-P-A-N-D-U-H-S. And also head over to SaveThePandas.co to check out some of the other cool things that he has to offer. Um, you can also find all of that information at Podcateers.com slash episode 13, along with all of our socially links and more info on stuff that we talk about in this episode. So here we go. Here's episode 13 of Podcateers! This is our podcast. It's about three guys that love Disney, technology, art, and food. This is Podcateers. Is this really happening right now? Is this what we're doing? Are you really shaking it off right now? Yeah, because I'm hot. I can see that, actually. But you're yeah. generating more heat that way. <laughs> it's true. <clears throat> I'm dancing. What were you guys drinking? Uh, Blue Moon's apple cinnamon? I don't remember. Is it apple cinnamon or caramel apple? Oh, you're right. That's it. Caramel apple? Caramel apple. Mine was the fantastic Amarillo Pale Ale brought to us by Hangar 24. Was it awesome? It oh, was amazing. You know, mine was Blue Moon and what? Blue Moon's what? Apple caramel? And uh, it's caramel apple spice. Caramel apple. I tasted no caramel, no apple. What about spice? No spice. It tasted like just like beer. It tasted like Blue Moon. Huh. Yeah. 
And speaking of Bloomins, that was part of the uh, special 12 pack. I know I'm late on this conversation, but I finally had that horchata one. Mm-hmm. What'd you think? I mean, did anyone else feel like they were just drinking Cinnamon Toast Crunch? <laughs> Seriously, there was like no horchata in that at all. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I thought I tasted Toast Crunch? That's what it came off like to me. All it needed was milk. But it's delicious. <laughs> When you fit, it's the aftertaste of cinnamon. So it's uh-huh. you finish with your cereal, you're drinking the milk that tastes like cinnamon. That's what it tasted like to me. Yeah, I think bottom line, it tastes like cinnamon beer, and they just called it horchata, right? I, I kind of feel the hint of the rice water, honestly. It's <laughs> that's what it tasted like to me. Wait a minute, so you got to stick to one, man. Was it the cereal? Was it horchata? See, burn, gotcha. That's a good point. Actually. I'm not gonna lie to you. I love horchata. On my way home today, I stopped at Tierra Mia Coffee and I bought an horchata latte. How was it? Fantastical. Yeah, I love it. A latte with horchata in it? No, it's actually a coffee, like horchata coffee mix. Wow. I don't know if there's actually horchata in it, but it's very cinnamony. Is there coffee? Spicy. Oh yeah. Hmm. Yeah. You have to ask for. I have to ask for extra. Like, like shots of caffeine. Espresso or what? Yeah. Mm. Uh, their their regular dose just does not, it does nothing for me. <laughs> nothing. It doesn't else. affect you anymore. No. No. But it's delicious. I I would recommend it to, if you like horchata and you like coffee, it's a good mixture. Uh, McDonald's tried to put together this horchata frap thing. I and liked it. Did you? Yes. I didn't even know that I existed. Did. Yeah. I didn't. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, compared to the tiramia coffee, like if you have that one, well, you're gonna think the McDonald's one is. Well, you you rare. get out more than I do, so it's on my way home. Yeah, it's on my way home. What other Mexican beverages do you think they can make things out of? <laughs> what else can they make horchata out of? No, no, you know, like an orange bang beer. <laughs> That's a oh great idea. My <laughs> just, God, that is the greatest <laughs> idea you've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> orange <laughs> bang. <laughs> Be- okay, Boom. here's the thing. Hazen loves anything orange, orange. flavor. Yes. And you just, look, he, his brain just exploded. <laughs> you just take a picture of his face right now, put it on Instagram. Oh that is God. the greatest idea for Hazen. Oh, my God. <laughs> Forget bacon. Forget it. No. No. dare you? No, no, no. Fired. Don't no. you ever I'm say I'm talking that about for beer creation, I, I think that should be our first. Some, some, something like orange like bang orange beer. creamsicle beer i think that would fail miserably no not yes a, it would but it would be fantastic for me no that if we name it right <laughs> naming it's not gonna change the flavor that's a good point it's yeah. called beer bang <laughs> <laughs> in very tiny print oh, it should say man. orange flavored i like it yeah you know, that's a good idea. I, well, Which one? Because we, we said a lot. I know. We just threw a lot of <laughs> stuff out right now. Beer. I, like, Mario, you're, you're a genius. That wasn't a real idea. No. <laughs> okay. So maybe it's the beer talking. I, I, think Hazen, I think Hazen and I are on board with this one, though. Interesting. You're on your own. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, it's a genius. I mean, you got the Orchata beer already created. I'm not going to lie to you. It's a stupid idea. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm first in line to create this. <laughs> You're first in line to taste it. Oh, yeah. man. I think it's a great idea. Here's the thing. I love Orange Bang. So those are my two top favorite, Orchata and Orange Bang. And I usually go for the Orange Bang. Hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So if I love the horchata beer, you're the demographic they're going after. I might enjoy the Orange Bang beer even more. Yeah, I like the I like the horchata at seven hundred eleven two, but it's not as is that what it's called? No, it's called horchata bang. Horchata bang. Yeah, it's made by the same company. Oh 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 oh, I wasn't following. You don't like it? No, it's not good. Oh. It's very watered down. It's not cinnamony enough. Mm. It doesn't taste like cinnamon toast crunch. There you go. Yes. <laughs> That's the feeling you need to have. Oh. Oh, you want me to blow your mind? How about cinnamon toast crunch with horchata? Mm. Hmm. Now I'm confused. <laughs> <laughs> your taste buds would explode. Yeah. That's the best of two worlds. <laughs> I don't know. I'm in. <laughs> I thought you fell asleep. I'm in. Let's do this. Now I want cinnamon toast crunch. Hey, Thanks, is that your guys. watch over there? It is. Oh, okay. It's nice. What is it? A smartwatch. Beautiful. It's not the iWatch. <laughs> That's not out yet. <laughs> not until 2015, dude. Mm-hmm. I'm sure his is better. It is. And it's out now, and it's, it's an original now. thought. Yes. Ah, original thought. I'm not gonna necessarily you know what? say that it's better. Okay, how about uh I watch it's been done. Sorry. You know it's funny? I was going around <laughs> He's changing the subject. Yeah. No no, it's actually related. Oh, oh, oh go uh, ahead. It's funny because when they when Apple had their press conference and they started announcing all these things and, and all these products and stuff, I was on Facebook and HTC posted on their Facebook page Something like, oh, hey, iPhone, larger resolution. Oh, now you got this. Oh, now you got that. Welcome to the party. <laughs> <laughs> and you know it's what? I, true. I totally agree. I mean, it's true. There's so many other phones that have all these features mm-hmm. that the, especially the iPhone 6 Plus is right. going to have. It looks like my Note 3. It does look like a Note 3. Mm-hmm. They're, they're approximately the same size. Um, Which one's bigger? I think they're actually about the same size. They're, uh, I thought I the Note 3 the, was uh, like two decimals. It's bigger. slightly bigger. It's a 5.5 inch screen for the 6 Plus. It's 5.75 for the 7, Note. right? So it's yeah. going to be oh, a so little Samsung bigger than the Note. still wins. But isn't the Note 4 the same size? Yes. Correct. Yeah, right? Mm. With the exception of that edge that's going to have that. By the way, when you, did you see the comments after your post on, on the phones? A lot of iPhone haters. Oh, yeah. We have a lot that of was Android hilarious. Yeah, users. Android yeah. fan users. Yeah. Yeah, you know, the whole war, I know you don't like to talk about this, but I got to tell you, the whole war of Android versus iPhone, Yeah. I'm not necessarily a fanboy of either one. I am just a fan of things that work. Mm-hmm. You're a fan of technology. I noticed you're just a fan of technology and whatever superior, that's what you're going to lean towards. And it's not necessarily superior. It's just whatever functions for me. Okay. Yeah. Because the reason I left the iPhone to begin with was because I wanted to be able to quickly transfer stuff to my phone without the whole iTunes syncing garbage. Mm -hmm. And having an Android phone is essentially like plugging in a USB drive into your computer it launches the SD card. You can copy onto it. You can remove stuff on, and it makes it really easy to transfer files. So if you don't have a USB drive and you got to transfer something, you plug it into your computer, and now you have a thumb drive. You know, Mario's agreeing with you and shaking his head, but you completely lost me. 
I don't get the the, so, the jargon of technology <laughs> and all this stuff. You know these little thumb drives? Yeah. Where you copy files onto? Yeah. Okay. Your phone I need visual is basically aid. your your phone. I'm showing Javier a little thumb drive yeah. from my desk here. And puppets. Uh, <laughs> and well, see this puppet holds this other puppet <laughs> like this. But basically, your phone right. becomes one of these thumb drives when okay. you plug it into the computer. Gotcha. Pops up in my computer, and and I'm talking about in Windows. It pops up like a like a drive. You can click into it. You can copy on and off, and it's it's great. You know, and with an iPhone, you can't do that. If you try to do that with an iPhone, I think the best you can access are the f the pictures in the camera roll. Mm -hmm. But you can't access other folders. You can't create folders. You can't copy stuff onto it. You can't move music on and off of it. You right. basically have to sync it with iTunes. Okay. And it's kind of a pain. If I was at your house and I plugged it into your computer because you wanted to give me a Word document for whatever reason that we were working on, I'd plug in my phone. It would act like a thumb drive. I plug in an iPhone to your computer. Mm -hmm. It's not synced with your iTunes. It's going to wipe my phone, and it's going to think that it's a brand-new device on a brand-new computer. Okay. So I didn't like that. Uh, at the time, I also wanted a bigger screen because – my camera transfers photos to my phone. Mm -hmm. So because I use the Wi-Fi function to shoot and post while I'm out at Disneyland or whatever the case is, I wanted something with a larger screen so I can I can get a better view of what I just shot. The Note was, at the time, the largest screen. Of, well, actually, that's not true. Because was it the, the Max? There was a Mega. The Mega, right? Mega. That's what it was called, mm -hmm. the, the Mega? Uh, but that that was just too large to carry in my pocket. And it was also the S3 technology in just a larger form. Yeah, it was yeah. it was older. It tech. was old. Yeah. So for the tech and the hardware, the Note was the best solution for me. Now, would I move back to iPhone? Possibly. That was my question. Are you leaving us? I don't think so. I at least I, not soon. I might no, I mean, I got another year on my contract. So <laughs> <laughs> I got a whole year to think about it. That is uh, not. Well, I got the Note 3 at launch. I got right. the Note 3 at launch, which was right. last September, yeah. which means I'm 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 on the red map, guys. So, mm. you know, I'm I'm on Verizon. <laughs> so I have a whole other year right. before I can even consider. Which is probably a good thing. They'll probably get the kinks out of the this first gen. But by then, there's probably going to be a Note 5. <laughs> That's true. Hey, the four's coming out. That's too. what I'm saying. Yeah, coming out soon. Galaxy S six next spring. Yeah, mm. by that time, there's probably gonna be something else that I can upgrade to. Is there um, any other phone that exists? I feel like it's we're just talking about the iPhone and Samsung's products. Well, no, I mean HTC has really great phones. Really? Cause yeah. I, I never hear anything about no it. Nokia has a couple good phones. Well, I mean, because the thing is, it's just you don't really have these companies that are kind of like taking that leap to try to create something innovative. Mm -hmm. I mean, in all reality, I think one of the greatest things that HTC has going for them is the Beats by Dre integration. Mm -hmm. The fact that these speakers now just like can play music better than other phones is phenomenal. But if it ends up being true and Dr. Dre now has like an Apple contract, that's going to go away for this phone. Would it's, you know what It's are... completely true. Apple owns Beats. So now it's not even going to be an HTC phone. No. Huh. That's interesting. Yeah. Apple bought Beats. So, so are these they're... new phones going to have Beats? Yes. Well, I can... I, I'm assuming that 
when the six plus comes out mm-hmm. that they'll probably include Beats headphones instead of Apple earbuds. Makes sense. If they don't, they're missing an entirely, <laughs> you know, right. marketing campaign that, you know, would maybe would have been successful for them. I doubt people would buy an iPhone just to get Beats. Yeah. You know, I heard these phones, the iPhones that are coming out are fantastic. But the one negative thing that I heard was the data usage. It's going to just suck it up. And I think it's because of the largeness. What I, at least what I, what I, I don't know if I read this or not, was that it was going to uh, suck it up twice as fast as the current phone. Are you talking about battery life? Or are you talking no, about data. <clears throat> Why would the largeness? I'm not data? sure. I, I think, no, I shouldn't say largeness, but at least the, the, the 6 Plus is going to suck up data twice as fast. And I think I think you misread it may have been battery life because it's got a larger screen so mm-hmm. it's got more brightness and stuff like Well no that. they were you know what I heard it on the radio and they they were talking about data now, If it was data mm-hmm. they're probably referring to all the authentication that's going to happen on the back in the background as far as making the mobile payments and stuff like that it's it's no I don't think it's any worse than what's happening now if if you kind of look through your Samsung phone anybody that's got a Samsung phone especially with Verizon mm-hmm. I agree. know that thing is cluttered with so much garbage yes. that it it's sucking up data for yeah. no apparent reason and I no longer have unlimited data so it, it yeah, sucks it up fast it's, it's bad it's really bad we we've had to upgrade our data plan several times and it's mm-hmm. it's a large chunk of our bill yeah I think that for security purposes, I think it's good how Apple is going to tiptoe around the whole iCloud security thing that recently happened is a whole other story to have a company just tell you. I think we mentioned this in uh, in episode 12 when I was talking to VJ. You know, you're if you're worried about your security, you know, you have to be cautious about what you're putting out there. You know, the security breach with iCloud was one of those things that you obviously don't want to happen, mm-hmm. but there's the potential of it happening, obviously. Now, I heard that they said it wasn't even a security breach. It was more, I don't know what you call it. Is it catfishing? Where, uh, a phishing scam. A uh-huh, phishing scam yeah. where they suck you in into believing this is a, uh, uh, I don't that know, was, a, a that was the Gmail thing. thing. Gmail? That was a Gmail one. Yeah. Okay. So Gmail recently had the same type of security breach, mm-hmm. but where a bunch of Gmail accounts <clears throat> that were looked official. Hacked. Right. And the way that they did it was they sent you an email that looked like it was from a friend or something like that. And it said, click on this link. Mm-hmm. But because you were already authenticated into Gmail, it was able to capture that token identification information, I believe. Mm-hmm. And it was able to capture like your password and all that stuff. And they posted all these passwords. They they were able to tell you, like, hey, these were all the affected accounts. The the Apple thing was something totally different. The the Apple thing was you could actually purchase a particular piece of software that would allow you to hack into an iCloud account. And there were there were tech analysts that write for, you know, tech websites that downloaded this software they purchased it and they purposely hacked into their own account it wasn't very hard to do it they were able to get in and download all their own stuff which is scary Mm -hmm. you know especially when most of these companies are saying hey use the cloud use the cloud use the cloud use the cloud 
that's why I'm not using the cloud for all that much because it's not at the point where we can fully trust anybody. Yeah, I don't even think I have mine activated with my phone. Yeah, I I use it. I mean, I use Google Drive and stuff to, you know, send stuff to you guys. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when we're going back and forth on, you know, discussions, discussions on graphics and stuff like that. But it's it's nothing like really important that I put up there. It's not like, oh, my God, like um, if I lose this, it's going to be devastating. Anyway. Yeah, that's probably enough techie. Yeah. Hey, did you guys go through the list of videos I sent you guys? Yep. What videos? Seriously? (laughs) <laughs> you said so much <laughs> yes i can't but watch them all it was it was like six or seven videos dude <laughs> was it the the one with the cat playing the piano or <laughs> yes that one <laughs> no the one of the girl that i saw at the streamies megan nicole oh yeah 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 yeah. did you did you see i those? saw it yeah i did actually what are the streamies the st- okay so the streamies are supposed to be kind of like the Golden Globes or Grammys or something for streamed media oh. on the internet, on the interwebs, or the intronet, <laughs> intronet. likes to call yes. it. <laughs> uh, and uh, so they had this award ceremony at the Beverly something or other. And uh, this girl, uh, Megan Nicole, was nominated for Best Original Song. It's a song called Never Want to Let You Go. Yeah, I liked it when I heard it in the, on the streamies. And I started researching more about this girl, and apparently she's been, like, on Radio Disney, and she did a, a Radio Disney takeover and all sorts nice. of stuff. Really? Yeah. The song's actually really catchy. I, I actually really like the song. I yeah, think I I'm going to end up posting it on on the blog post for this episode, and I'll probably put it, like, a, a, up on the Facebook page or something so people can, can watch it. Yeah, good idea. Um, but did you watch the cover that she did? Yes. That was the best What did you think one? of the cover? I loved it. Absolutely loved it. Okay. The cover that we're talking about is Taylor Swift's Shake It Off. (laughs) Now I'm just going to put it out there. Mm -hmm. I like that song. (laughs) Uh, I think it's catchy. Right. It makes me want to shake it off. Shake what off? (laughs) Whatever shaking it off means. (laughs) But it does make me want to dance. Yeah. It's a good song. I think, you know, the video is very catchy. Uh, the song's very catchy. The video's kind of cool. I, I like the video. I like what they did with it. Taylor Swift? Taylor Swift, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, all the costume changes she does, just right. kind of, it's kind of like her screw you to everybody saying, you know, I don't care what you guys say about me. I don't care what the tabloids say. I don't care what all my critics say. I'm just going to do whatever I want. I like the finger dancer dude. Oh, yeah. Isn't that like crazy? The, yes. The crazy electronic looking yes. dudes, like the guys in the silver jumpsuits oh, yeah, when yeah. they're doing that crazy. With, like, with the funky uh, sunglasses. Yeah. Oh, man. I love those guys. <laughs> is that supposed to be like a Daft Punk reference? Maybe. Because I know one is clearly a Fergie reference. I know there's a Lady Gaga there's one a Lady in there. Gaga there reference is? In yeah. There. I didn't catch the yeah. Lady Gaga one. Uh, anyway, I think it's a fun video. Megan Nicole did a cover of Shake It Off. Mm-hmm. And the reason I really like Megan Nicole's version is because it looks like it was all done in one take. And I love when people take the time to learn their stuff so well that they can do something in one take. I don't know, though. What? I don't know if it was one take. It's one take, dude. It, it looked like, looked one, take like one take. I don't think it was. I think there was a cut in between. Where? There's a scene when, do you recall when they sit down in the couch and they watch TV? It cuts to the TV. 
Oh, he's right. Yeah, that's right. Right? That's right. <laughs> he's right. It cuts to the TV. T- okay, but what if they filmed the entire thing, they were still singing, they just happened to cut to the TV <laughs> in post uh-huh. so that they could... Oh, man. I don't know. Because aren't all music videos usually done in one day? So would you consider that one take? I don't think so. I mean, we've e- even in our student film, like we didn't take one day to record stuff. We took don't, a week. Don't and our thing that. was only like three or four minutes. Don't even mention that. Well, although, you know what? Jumping back real quick for those people who haven't clicked the link yet when you post it up on the site. Um, the video is completely different from what Taylor Swift actually does in That's her video. That's true. It it's is. like scene after scene of her like dancing in different crews, different groups mm-hmm. doing different things. But the concept that they did with this uh, Megan Nicole version is uh, she's asleep. She's woken up. She gets out of bed and from the second floor of her house starts walking down the stairs while singing the song, gets herself something to eat, goes down, watches TV, and then leaves her apartment. Now, again, like to me, it did seem like it was all in one take, right? There was... It seems seamless to me. It, it it seems like it's all in one take. I'm That's have why to I'm watch saying it that. Again. I think it's all in one take, and they just cut in the TV scenes at the end, at like in in the middle part that you're talking. Right. No, the elevator. Right. It's, no, yep. the cut. cameraman was outside of the elevator when she leaves. I agree. Really? Yeah. If you. Which, by the way, was the greatest scene in the in the music video when the when she jumps into the elevator. Oh, man. Look, I choose to believe it was all in one take. <laughs> and honestly, I mean, just the direction that they went. They went something completely different from what happened there. Honestly, like her cover of it, dead on. I actually yeah, do respect I, that. It actually sounds really very like much it. like it. It Taylor. sounds fantastic. But the fact that they were able to just kind of create this completely new music video for it and just kind of... What is she shaking off? Haters. Word. <laughs> Haters Word. like me. Because you're going to hate. I love the video. Word. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, honestly. I mean, I actually like the direction they took that video too. Word. They could have easily just kind of recreated what they did. Because like I said, the song, the cover sounds dead on. Mm-hmm. But the fact that they were able to just kind of create something completely new for it and make it happen yeah. the way they did, I have respect for that. Honestly, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of, you know, YouTube is is full of a lot of really good ideas. And... YouTube is definitely going to be it already is I I shouldn't even say it's definitely going to be because it already is I I spend so much time on YouTube watching some of the series that people put together Mm -hmm. and you know the video clips I find them so much more entertaining than actually the TV shows that are on right now very true and sending us videos to watch yes Mm -hmm. a lot yes hey (laughs) did you guys watch the mansion video Yes. yes. What'd you guys think of that? I one? I loved it. Did you? What'd it was you hard think? to watch, but I, I I really liked it. Why was it hard to watch? Oh, because I get motion sickness. Because you oh, were scared. That's right. Because right. I got scared. <laughs> you were scared. Okay. Funny. So <laughs> it was scary, by the way. Uh, so the video that we're talking about is a video called "Missing in the Mansion." Uh, and it was put together by the the Dawes brothers, correct? D A W S. Dawes. It's it's a really entertaining video. There are some parts that you know you can kind of see the cheese factor, but they they put up a second video that talks a little bit about the behind the scenes. Okay, so 
I'm going to try to describe the video. Actually, why don't you describe it? Because you said it made you nauseous. Because <laughs> it reminds me of uh, Blair Witch Project. I saw oh, yeah. it. I saw it in the theater, and uh, I had to leave because I it's I threw Blair up. It's witchy. It's very Blair witchy. And that's why it was, I, I found it difficult to watch because it made me sick. It really did. So I, I kind of watched it in the corner of my eye. You were scared. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to have to agree with non-random Mario. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I honestly believe that you just were scared and that you're using the motion sickness as an excuse to... Look, just because I was in the fetal position doesn't mean I was scared. I was sick, and I was holding my tummy because I wanted to throw up. That's Aww, all it was. Aww. You want me to rub your tummy? Uh, I don't know how to answer that one. <laughs> Good, because it's not going to happen. Um, okay, so... You, you know what? It's, it. it's actually It's actually a very good... A comparison because it is very much like the Blair Witch. Right. It's um, like fo- found tape, right? It's like found footage. Yeah. So basically, the, the video revolves around a guy that is proposing to his girlfriend, and the guy's brother is there. Uh, they are filming around Disneyland. Something happens to them, and their footage is found. So the very beginning of the movie says, We found this footage. It's based on this true story, like all movies are these days, (laughs) based on a true story. But yeah, it's very much like the Blair Witch. What do you guys think of the brother? That he was in love with the girl? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't it seem (laughs) like he was in love with the girl? I think so. It does come off that way. Yeah. It's, It's really strange, but I really like... So the thing about this movie is that they filmed around Disneyland without Disneyland even knowing... Right. That they were making this film. Right. And the film is, it was maybe about 10 minutes long, I think. 10 or, uh, 10 or 11 minutes long. The cuts make it seem like it was a very amateur video. Like it was just really kind of filmed throughout the day. But, you know, they, they put some thought into the effects and stuff that they did. What did you think about the effects? I think... <laughs> Mario, what did you think of the effects? <laughs> uh, if you're asking me, uh huh, well, I'm gonna let Mario what you, answer. No, because... Hazen, Hazen, I'm putting you no, on the no, spot. No, 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 no. You, you ask non-random Mario. Let him answer. <laughs> random. I'm gonna jump this question. Oh. And I'm gonna say that overall, this short film was very well thought out, right, and very well done. But I do have my reservations about it. So the script was good. It's a very good concept. But? I still have kind of my reservations. Mm. Now, I have my questions about it. Again, without kind of spoiling too much, let me ask you guys something. Mm-hmm. You guys ever take a video recorder to Disneyland and then just choose to hit the record and pause button whenever you choose? <laughs> all the time. Really? All the time. I can think of none times that you've done that. I do it all the time. <laughs> Javier? Never. So, it <clears throat> seems kind of like, what's the word I'm looking for here? Chaotic? Mm. Okay, because... What we have here is this, like, moment at the beginning with... uh... How did the internship go? Yes. (laughs) How did the internship go? (laughs) I'm glad you asked. (laughs) What internship? Now, this is is obviously not the most important part of the story. Right. Which is why I find it completely pointless that it's in the movie to begin with. I don't know. I think it's a crucial part of it. How so? Yeah, I don't get it. 
Hold on. Is it, is it spoiling it if we're, if it's at no, the very beginning? It, yeah, because it's not the crucial part of the story. It, I don't even how know how it ties starts. in with the movie. Exactly. It has nothing to do with what goes on. Shut up. <laughs> so the, this story opens. See, because uh, I was thinking maybe, sorry, but I thought it, it, it was just trying to tie in his expertise about Disneyland. Because in the movie, he's trying to make it seem like, oh, he knows all about the, the story about this kid at the mansion no. and the whole internship kind of show that he is interested in Disneyland and Disneyland's history. But what would the haunting of a child have to do with Disney Imagineering? <laughs> Let's build this around this ghost. Uh, Hazen. <laughs> <laughs> I plead the fifth. <laughs> so again, the rest of the story, the significant part of the short film, awesome. Mm-hmm. I just find that internship part pointless. It's acknowledged one more time two minutes later, and then they drop it. All right, so internship part aside, what would you think of it overall? What are your reservations about it? The acting? It was good. Because I will say that you mentioned the acting. Mm-hmm. There are some parts that are just like, eek. Like, mm. you were doing so well, and then my, my, there's a, oh man, how do you talk about this without spoiling what look, happens? Honest, look, here's the thing. I can honestly think we could talk about this short film, and it's still worth watching. Here, let me ask you again. Okay, Who, so here's what we're going to do. Go ahead. Here's what we're going to do. This movie that we are talking about, Missing in the Mansion, is in the blog post for this episode. Okay. So it's going to be at podcasters.com slash episode 13. If you want to watch this, pause the podcast and go watch the movie now. It's only like 10 minutes long. Yeah. It's not going to take very long. I thought it was shorter. I think it's like 10 minutes. Is it? Come back and then listen to the rest of the conversation. Good idea. Can we play like it's 10 minutes into the future? How about we just pause for 10 minutes? I no like talking. It. Ready? Go. That was like 10 seconds. Right. Quick question. Who made the film? The Dawes Brothers. The Dawes Brothers. Okay. I thought it was a student film. What made you think it was a student film, though? I think it was the quality. Because I see, I, I, how do I say this? I didn't know it was a found tape kind of movie till the end, I guess. And the whole time, I just thought it was a student film. Mm. So here's the thing. This is where this is very cleverly done. Mm-hmm. Because you can take it's their intention to make it look effortless. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be the concept. Right. That You're just kind of aimlessly recording at things and then um Yeah, honestly. I see what you're saying. So it's intentionally it's to look not like supposed to look like a home movie. Right, right, right. That's what yeah, you're gonna yeah. say. It's not supposed to look professional, it's supposed yeah. to look so like a home book from movie. My point of view, I think that was very brilliantly done. Right. Because there were certain things they were able to get away with because of the fact that this was supposed to look Blair Witch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> what's her again? Point? What are your reservations about it? Well, just be honest, dude. I don't think you liked it. That's what I'm taking because I liked it. I really did. No, so did I. Uh-huh. But again, I just kind of have a lot of questions about it. 
Okay, for starters, they do a really good job pitching the story as uh, this was found footage and mm-hmm. there were no real participants, which is, I'll get to the part I like about that later. Which is what the text says at the beginning when they say, based on a true story. Actually, it doesn't say based on a true story. It says this footage was found as is. It wasn't modified. Based on a true story. So again, like you said, uh, <laughs> they were able I'm gonna to I'm going to start play. the podcast in the intro. I'm just going to be like, this podcast is based on a true story. Oh, that should be the title of this episode. <laughs> based on a true story. Yeah. <laughs> so um, they were able to play off a lot of things really well. Okay. The proposal that happens in the movie, people around them thought it actually happened. They're right. actors. Clearly, it didn't happen. So they were able to get away with that. My favorite part was where they were able to get away with asking the cast member that question. Do you guys remember what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. You're right. And yeah. they add her in? Yes. Yeah. Okay? Because they make it seem... It blends into the story that they're trying to tell. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I, Like I said, my my thing was more... When they're inside of the mansion... And you know she's screaming and stuff like that in the in the doom buggy. Mm-hmm. It just seems forced. Like she was doing such a good job, and at that point, you know when she's scared, like all of a sudden it just doesn't seem real. Like wait a second, it seems like it's a different person trying to act out this part now. Hmm. I want to ask. What I mean, I want to ask a question. Are we assuming our listeners have already paused, watched, and came back? Oh I yeah, hope so yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm still trying not to give out. Yeah, you know, spoilers. No, or anything. Yeah, I mean, I watched it already. Didn't I, I? Just want to ask something that might spoil something for those who haven't seen it. You've watched it already. Go Cover ahead. your ears, people. La 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 la. <laughs> Not you though. You can oh. listen to me. And it's in the part of where they're about to board, and it's the scene where I was completely lost about her fiance disappearing. I had oh, no I was idea. Lost there too. I had no idea he had disappeared at this really? point. Yeah. I I had no idea. All I know is that all of a sudden she's hugging up on the brother. And yeah. I actually thought that was her fiance. She's scared. And he's the cameraman. The camera was showing them. <laughs> but weren't they sitting together in the doom buggy? Yeah, because they decided to go on the ride without him. Because he decided to be a jerk and supposedly scare them. When in reality he was getting captured in the dark. Dun, dun, dun. You guys didn't get that? Based no. On true story. <laughs> I didn't get it till the end when uh, I say I don't want to even ruin the ending, but. They've seen it already, God. No, they haven't. You can't assume <laughs> that. Stop it. We've already revealed too much. We've revealed too much, people. We're ending this. Stop <laughs> the recording. <laughs> the end. All right. Here we go, guys. Uh, See you guys next week. Bye. Pocketeers.com. Dun, 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 dun. Bye. Bacon. <laughs> 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 Let's rewind this. <laughs> so bad. Okay. Okay. So we've officially. I, I think. I think we've. Okay. So the conclusion that we've come to: five beers before recording is not a good idea. Two. We've probably revealed too much about this movie. And three, we're doing a movie review. Let's do. Let's. I'll look at it that way. Yeah, based and on a true story. <laughs> it's not. That's what it says. <laughs> oh, I gotta watch it again. Okay. Okay. But seriously though, 
So I, I think we have revealed a little too much, and I really hope that the listeners have actually paused it or something. <laughs> I know, me too. And gone back and me watched too. this movie. Uh, like I said, it's a really short film. I think it. I, I will agree with you. I think it is very well done. I think how they did some of the edits. I can appreciate how they did some of them. There's one in particular that I just love the way that they pulled it off, and it's <clears throat> there's a there's a scene in the movie where the doom buggy just stops. Uh, I'm not gonna tell you what else happens in there, but the doom buggy just stops, and the doom buggy never actually stops. But they made it it seem like it did uh, because the surroundings just keep moving. So as far as the editing process, I think they did a fantastic job uh, switching it over to the way that they filmed it or, you know, um, a a large portion of of this film is is kind of that uh, night vision, Mm -hmm. you know, that you can flip on on a camera. Right. All the stuff that they did in the night vision, I think they did a really good job with. Again, the only problem that I have with it is the girl in the movie did really, really, really well. Uh, She was really convincing to me until that scene where she starts screaming. And at that point, it's just like... (laughs) She screamed at the beginning of the movie. No, no, but when she's scared screaming, not... not When... Inside of the the mansion. The fiancé? No, when she's inside of the mansion, the doom buggy and starts screaming. Oh. By the way, talking about doom buggies, how they shut down the whole ride where all it, they were all empty. They didn't shut down the ride. There's, there's actually, if you were to go through the rest of the list that I sent you, <laughs> it's a lot. Yeah, but look, <laughs> there's another video I in there that it. they did. That tells you how they did a lot of those shots. And it's actually really interesting. Yeah, that the is making for of, sure. The making of, yeah. Mm-hmm. They they did a really good job. They were very smart and and tactful about how they did some of those shots. Mm-hmm. You would think that while watching it, they just kind of edited the stuff in. Because obviously you can tell that there's some CG editing in there. And most of it, while you're watching it, you would think, oh, well, the, it's just all post-editing, you know. But in their making of video, they do a really good job of like, hey, we did this shot this way. We did this this way. And it's like the easiest, you know, the, the easiest thing you can think of. Mm-hmm. So anybody, any aspiring, you know, directors and movie makers and stuff like that, take a look at this movie. I think they did a, a pretty good job of it. Right. Uh, again, nah, acting, you know, suffered a little towards the end, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, overall, I think it was it was a good movie, though. I think they all did uh, really well. I still don't know where the relationship with the brother stands. That's still kind of <laughs> to me. Um, but I yeah, think, even... I think he knew about the the whole uh, story behind with the kid, just so the he can be left alone with the girl. But. It didn't end that way. So now you're just creating your own story behind this. Yeah. Okay. More importantly, you're trying to ruin the story for people. <laughs> what is wrong with you? I had five beers. What is wrong with <laughs> you? Any comments can be sent to Javier at PunkinsYourself.com. <laughs> that email may or may not exist. <laughs> so honestly, look, what it comes down to, again, brilliant film. But the only reason I kind of have my reservations is because of the background that we have. Students... Who did this stuff regularly? You know, film editing, um, motion graphics, special mm-hmm. effects, and it's 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 the same reason why we're so into magic. Okay, 
it's not about the effect that people watch. It's how we're creating it. So I'm honestly more intrigued by the making of the film. Blown away. Yeah. Like the way these guys kind of reveal how they did what they did, how they strategically had to place things. Amazing. Yeah. But the story is just, it, it, it's very well thought out. I'm just not really into the visual of the short film, to be honest with you. But still, good concept. I, I Like I said, I, I just think they were very tactful. You know, I not not that they used the effect, but the point that I'm trying to make as far as how tactful they were is that instead of creating, it's actually that's not even a good example, but let's just suppose, right, that instead of using instead of using CG to create a ghost for a, a particular thing, they ended up using the Pepper's Ghost effect. Mm -hmm. You know, that that's the type of thinking that I'm talking about. There was some CG in there and there was, you know, green screening that they did. Um, That's how you pull some of this stuff off. Uh, But seriously, like like I said, if you watch the making of this video, they do talk about how some of these are some of the most obvious ways to do it. Mm -hmm. You know, you just have to put a little uh, a little thought into what you're doing. I, I will agree with you that I think from our side you know, coming from a motion graphics background and, you know, doing, you know, little student films and stuff like that. You you learn some of the tricks, you know, you obviously you edit in the night vision or you edit in black and white and it makes it easier to mesh things together because you don't have color grading and stuff like that that you have to worry about. Uh, like I said, I think all of that was very well done. There was a couple of things that I thought, you know, maybe they could have, you know, done a little better there to hide this or hide that. But I'm also coming from the spectator side. It's hard when you're trying to be subjective about something like this because the rebuttal somebody can come back with is, well, if you think you can do better, why don't you? So, well, I don't want to do better. I'm just giving you what my opinion is. Right. Well, your opinion's invalid. No, it's not because it's my opinion. Yeah. But that's that's what I'm trying to get at here that I think they did well. I think the acting kind of suffered towards the end. If you've never seen it, I, I kind of feel like it's one of those little films that's good to kind of start kicking off the holiday season now that we're getting into right. Halloween and stuff like that at the mansion. If you're into watching like the scary movies and you're kind of Give it you a like chance. these little... Uh, psychological it's not really psychological it's more paranormal i guess mm-hmm. but oh that's if, a good uh comparison what the paranormal activity movies yeah wasn't it like filmed it, it's kind of it's kind of a mixture because it's, i think there are a lot of blair witch elements like you said at the beginning mm-hmm. but yeah i guess it is kind of more paranormal activity i think that's the angle they're kind of more going with Maybe they did both. There's yeah. so many elements of both that maybe that's what they were going for. Yeah, because in Paranormal Activity, I only I think I only saw the first one, but it was all still camera where he just yeah. sets it down. And then all the movement and stuff is from the Blair Witch. Right. Yeah. But yeah, like I said, it, it's, it's a good way to just kind of kick off the holiday season. Uh, recently, uh, Disneyland finally finished the overlay for the haunted mansion oh good so we're officially in nightmare before christmas mode so yeah you know uh if if you like that overlay it's it's great i know not everybody likes it there are tourists that come once a year to disneyland and they want to see the original mansion Mm. but what they end up getting is 
you know, Nightmare Before Christmas. That's a good point. Because um, I was going to say, who doesn't like Nightmare Before Christmas? But, yeah, if I'm coming from, I don't know, I can't, whatever, Texas, and I want to see the mansion, and it's not in its original state, I probably wouldn't be too happy that I see yeah. Nightmare Before Christmas. So I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. But, like I said, it, there there are so many people that go so frequently that it's a welcomed change mm-hmm. because you do get to see something a little bit different how long does it last i want to say till mid to end of january probably beginning of january to be honest with you it's around the same time like the christmas stuff ends yeah so i mean halloween like time and like as all as as a whole is before that but then the christmas one kicks in nightmare stays there because it's a blend of it's both also christmas yeah. so mm, once the christmas right, season right, right. Ends, is that when that one goes well, away well october 31st is officially the end, the of, end of halloween, halloween time, time. Mm-hmm. and then november 1st it kicks into christmas uh, i know that i think officially september 12th was the beginning of halloween mm-hmm. until october 31st yeah and then they do like uh mickey's not so scary halloween party uh, they do the pumpkin carving, which we had posted on the Facebook account. Right. Uh, back at the Big Thunder Ranch. And uh, is the villain's takeover part of Not So Scary? Yes, it is. <laughs> I love that part. I love the part where villains You're take really over the animated park. animated on the Yes, um, that's yes like it my is. favorite part of Halloween time. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. <laughs> the villains take over the park. It's the greatest thing. <laughs> you, you almost jumped out of your seat. I on did. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favorite part of it? Of Halloween time? No, just kind of the villain takeover. I just kind of like the fact that they're taking over. Because <laughs> uh, I know that they have a different fireworks show, and I know that they have a lot of projections. It's it's a special thing that they end up doing, and uh, it's only for Halloween time. Hmm. So, hmm. All right. Well, to recap, uh, I think it's, it's worth kind of, if, if you're into the scary stuff and if you're into... You know, these types of movies, you know, psychological or kind of paranormal. It's a good way to kind of begin to kick off your Halloween season. Uh, It's Missing in the Mansion. It's on YouTube. It's by the Dawes Brothers. Um, Did you know that one of the Dawes Brothers actually works for Disney Interactive? I did. And it was part of my reservations, but I didn't get to it. (laughs) Did you know that? No, I had no idea. Yeah, if you go to their website, one of them actually works for Disney Interactive. Might have been both, actually. Really? Yeah, just different fields. Oh, that's interesting. I caught one that. of them did. I know one of them did. But anyway, uh, good movie. Check it out. And um, check out the, the video that we talked about too, Megan Nicole. Again, these are all going to be in the blog post. Uh, tell us what you guys think. Leave a comment. Uh, do you, As far as Megan Nicole, do you like her version of Shake It Off or do you like Taylor's version of Shake It Off? Uh, and then... Uh, If you get a chance to watch the Missing in the Mansion movie, tell us what you guys think about it. Like, we we had our reservations about it. We had our thoughts on the editing process. But especially if you guys are movie makers or if you want to make movies or have made movies or anything like that, we'd like to hear what you guys have to say about this. So leave a comment. Send us an email. And uh, we'd love to hear what you guys have to say about that. Motion motion sickness beware. (laughs) Actually, yeah, that's a good uh, yeah, because disclaimer I, to put to people. <laughs> I got sick. Based on the true story. <laughs> I was scared. You were scared. <laughs> okay, uh, it's time to say goodbye to all our listeners. It is time 
to say goodbye. What are you doing? I'm singing off yeah, this our was, show. Yeah, this was your cue to say P-O-D-K-E-Y. <laughs> <laughs> P-O-D-K-E-Y. Why? Because if we complete it, we might get sued. Why? <laughs> why? Because of five beers. That's a really good one. Because why? Because of five beers. Because of five beers. I don't think I'm ever going to give you five beers before you start no, recording no, anymore. No, 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 no. No more. Uh-uh. Three. Three's my cutoff. Eek. <laughs> so in other words, zero. Yes. Correct. In other water. words, zero. You know what I need? Orange bang beer. <laughs> and bacon bacon Wait, what was the bacon sign off you, you had mentioned earlier before we started recording do you remember dude the only one I can remember is love peace and bacon grease <laughs> not gonna lie to you that's a, that's a good one no yeah you had mentioned one gosh what was it yeah I remember him saying something about that too it was something bacon we should really start doing this right should we just start like Putting a list and using a different one every week? I think week? so. Well, we do have to compile the list uh, because that's still kind of pending. We have to compile the list of all the ones that were submitted. Mm-hmm. And then we'll have to kind of vote on which one we like the most. And then, you know, we'll we'll use it. So, yeah. Hey, before we go, uh, do you guys want to do some quick shout-outs? Of course. Let's Sounds do good. Some Let's do it. All right. So... Uh, some of our new followers, we'd like to give a shout out to, man, I hope I don't say this wrong, but Cerise Janes on Instagram. Want to say hello, what's up to her, and Hi. thank you for uh, sharing episode 12 of Podcateers. She is also part of the Lost Boys SC, so what's up, Lost Boys uh, SC? Very cool. What's up? Uh, also, we want to say what's up to the Disneyland twins for also reposting that. Mickey's Dreamers SC. They were also shouting us out. They were also uh, reposting some of the episode stuff. At Disney Loving Pins has officially convinced all of her coworkers that Podcast Wednesday means new podcasters. Yeah. So, what's up? Woo. Yeah. Uh, that is awesome. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Lady left you hanging. Uh, <laughs> and of course, Pix Pack. Uh, ah, yeah. Disney by a Jackie O. So thanks, AJ, for helping spread that. What did you guys think of the episode last week? It was good. It was very good, well right? Done. Yeah. yeah, it was very good. Yeah. I liked it. I liked the, um, what was it, the boat or ship behind you? Oh, the the Columbia? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was pretty yeah, awesome. That was cool. <laughs> I like how I like how you try to time the the fire the, uh, the firing of the cannonball. You know the thing was with that episode is that VJ and I kind of started talking before that, uh-huh. and it came by once. Oh, okay. But the the only reason we kind of started the podcast there was because I was trying to keep it under an hour. But it came by once before, and while the recording is going on, you can hear where he says like "fire one," and mm-hmm. then it says something else, and then "fire two." And so we we knew where the fire two was coming in, and then we heard nothing. The misfire. <laughs> oh, well, that just made us look bad. And then we just start talking, thinking, yeah. "All right, well, it just didn't fire in the, in the background." <laughs> yeah, so that was good. Uh, yeah, that so that good. happened. That's probably my favorite part. <laughs> yeah, but you know, things happen. It was live, and you can't control it. So, right. 
All right, guys. Uh, that's going to be it for this episode. Thank you guys for listening. See you guys next week. Hope to catch you guys in the parks. If you guys see us, make sure to find us and grab a pocket ears button. And thank you guys for all the support. We love you guys for it. Thank you very much for all the sharing and all the reposting and all the love you guys are sharing with us. We really, 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 really appreciate it. Really? Really. really. All right. So till next week, shall we say love, peace, and bacon grease? I like it. Love it. All right. See ya. Bye. Hello Kitty's a cat. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. Hello Kitty's a cat. Bye. Bye.